0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Adam analyzes in this episode I'm going to be talking about what is quite possibly one of my favorite series from the 1980s it's somewhat forgotten nowadays but not by me and that's short circuit so since I'm doing a series rundown let's go ahead and start off with 1986's short circuit Starring Steve Gutenberg, Ali Sheedy, Fisher Stevens, and Tim Blaney as the voice of Number Five, Short Circuit tells the story of experimental research robots, and these robots are going to be used to fight wars and uh, basically be used as war machines. And wouldn't you know it that the robot known as Number Five gets electrocuted, gets short circuited and becomes intelligent and more or less has an AI. Number five inadvertently escapes, gets lost, as the military puts it in the movie, and hilarity ensues. So this has always been one of my favorite series overall, and that's mostly because of the fact it has a genuine good nature to it. I like it now, too, uh, just based off of the whole family-friendly aspect. It's not something that is super family-friendly, but the movie is very cutesy. Number two, not as much, but we'll get to that when we talk about Short Circuit 2. But all in all, I think Short Circuit is a good movie. It's a fun movie. It does have issues. It has issues with some direction and pacing. Um, The direction here is kind of stock. What's odd is the fact that it gives some mixed results with the acting. I would say Ali Sheedy is probably the worst one here. Uh, she goes a little too over the top in her naive way of doing things. I don't know if it exactly works. However, where it does work is her communication with number five. This is where number five actually winds up. He winds up with her and she kind of has a heart of gold. And with her heart of gold, she has tons of animals floating around her house and drives around in an ice cream truck. I'm assuming she's more or less a street vendor that's never 100% established in the movie. Also, not terribly important either. What we have here is a movie we're watching for Johnny Five, and thankfully he's charming enough that we're going to enjoy the journey with him He's always looking for input, and he reads books at a, at an amazing rate. And that's where it's interesting to me, because he's more or less kind of like a child going out into the world, and he's finding his own way, and he also wants to learn. And he also learns some of his stuff from TV. He enjoys the Three Stooges even going so far to turn some of the other robots into Three Stooges characters which is pretty entertaining especially if you are a Three Stooges fan like myself another interesting aspect about this whole thing is the fact of Steve Gutenberg's character trying to figure out if Johnny 5 actually has a AI or if this is just a matter of his programming and the result of him being short-circuited with Johnny Five trying to actually convince him, the scene is very fascinating to me because I would think as a scientist, you would be overjoyed that your robot and your creation was actually something better than you intended it to be. However, his doubt, I guess, is where his scientist mind and me thinking it's pretty cool would beg to differ. Overall I'm going to say that if you have not seen short circuit the original uh, Definitely go out and see it. It's uh, it's definitely a classic in my opinion. It definitely has some 80s cheese to it So be warned with that But with that said Yeah, it's uh, it still holds up in my opinion. It's still fun to watch and I still love the character of Johnny five so with short circuit one or just short circuit out of the way. Uh, let's move on to Short Circuit 2. I'm going to say that I think Short Circuit 2 is a very underrated sequel. I'm also going to say that this movie is uh, far more interesting in a lot of ways than the first film. So, what do you say? We jump right into it. Let's talk about 1986's Short Circuit 2. With Short Circuit 2, we have a Steve Gutenberg and Ali Sheedy list sequel, but we do have Fisher Stevens' character of Ben. Uh, with Ben, he has been a character of lots of controversy in the past. I do not think that he meant any. Ill will or parody of Indians. Uh, for those who do not know, Fisher Stevens is a white guy who is playing an Indian guy here in Short Circuit and Short Circuit 2. Should we have gotten a actual Indian actor playing the role of Ben? Sure. We should not have had uh we should not have had a white guy in brown face here, but with that said, I genuinely like the character of Ben. Uh, he's uh, he's he's pretty awesome and uh, also just trying to find his way here in America and trying to make a living. And so I think the movie uh, and the series itself was definitely sensitive to doing something like this. And I read up on it a little bit and Fisher Stevens basically said, hey... It should have gone to an Indian actor, but I was an actor that needed a job. So he read for it, and he got it. So in a lot of ways, you can't fault uh, him uh, for that. If anything, you could fault Hollywood. Hollywood as was at a very insensitive uh, time in the... Pretty much all throughout the, the career of making movies. They, uh, they have not been uh, very sensitive to uh, others and with their nationalities and such. And well, thankfully we're in a different time now, I think. But it does make me wonder as well if uh, things such as Robert Downey Jr. and Tropic Thunder, I wonder if that was Ben Stiller's satirical look at casting actors that probably shouldn't be cast in the roles. Uh, Who knows? Uh, There's probably a deeper conversation there. I don't know I want to focus on Short Circuit, the movie itself. Well, Short Circuit 2. Short Circuit 2 opens with Ben selling some miniature Johnny Fives on the street. Ben gets commissioned to make a thousand of them by character Sandy. And, well, Ben has a tough time doing that, so he asks his good friends from the first film, Newton and Stephanie, which was Steve Guttenberg and Ali Sheedy, for some help they cannot help him so they send Johnny Five so Johnny Five gets to the big city I'm assuming it's New York Uh, there's a lot of places in this that would lead you to believe that it's Canada however they are going and making little mentions as if it was New York so I don't really know what what city this is supposed to be set in Um, probably doesn't matter too much other than it is a very urban city area There is also the plot of some thieves trying to rob rob a safe of some jewels that are brought in from seemingly Europe. Uh, It's not really said where. I don't believe if it was. I didn't catch that. So that's the basic gist of the plot. Uh, I did say that it was a little bit more interesting. And the, the interesting thing about this is because I'm assuming that it takes place real time. So this really is two to three years later after the first film. Johnny Five is definitely a little bit more realized here. He may have a little bit more personality. Uh, The best thing about it is that there's a lot of questions about God and a soul. Johnny Five actually believes that he has a soul here and that's actually a fascinating thing to me that he's an AI that obtained the self-consciousness and believes that he actually has a soul because he is in fact alive. There is, uh, like I said, there's lots of talks about God. There's even a part where he talks uh, talks to the Catholic priest in a confessional. And I actually think that's a great scene. And that's where I think that this movie is a very underrated and very misunderstood film. It's very different than the first film. And I think that's fine. It goes in a little bit of a different direction. I don't want to say that it's a darker film. Um, but it's a more thought-provoking film overall as opposed to what the first one presented. It kind of takes some of those ideas and it runs with it. One thing must be said about the actual direction of the movie. Again, it's stock, uh, but it actually is better directed. We have better performances from everybody around in this film. Uh, One of the people you may recognize is Michael McKean. And if you have seen maybe Laverne and Shirley or even more recently Better Call Saul, uh, this was one of his earlier film film roles and I think he uh, plays a good role as far as being a shady street hustler who winds up uh, changing his ways by the end of the film. The noticeable budget increase here is great. Johnny Five does lots of things that he did not do in the first one and with the puppetry or however they did the robot antics here, uh, they're actually handled much, much better than the first movie. So I have to give the movie definite props for that because it, it it's almost a night and day difference in my opinion. There is a few scenes that I don't care for in the movie. Uh, one of those being what was voted by the internet as one of the saddest scenes of all time and that is the destruction and beating of johnny 5. it definitely is tough to watch i mean yeah it's a it's a robot i get it but just by the way the scene is carried out it's actually i don't know it's a very sad sad moment in an otherwise not very sad movie the scene itself though is actually necessary to drive the plot forward so I kind of get that. And it also drives home the does he have a soul? Is he alive? And if we find ourselves caring for the robot, then it's a good possibility that yes, he does have a soul and yes, he is alive. So, this is a movie that if you haven't seen it in a long time or if you've seen it before, maybe you want to go back and rewatch it. I think the movie has definitely improved over time. And I think people may be surprised by how good the movie actually is. I think it's actually a really good sequel. It does everything that a sequel should. It kind of changes what we're expecting, and it gives us something a little bit different in return. So if you can't get on board with that and you you want more of the same, then you might as well just watch the first movie. And only the first movie, which is fine. I can see where... People may like the first one and not like the second, and people may like the second and not the first so much. Me I like both for what the both films actually do. This here is a movie series that I wish would have gotten a third film, or maybe even a fourth and fifth, but sadly bad reviews on number two, and it was known as a box office failure. I'm guessing people didn't warm to the second one near as much, which sadly. Kind of killed the franchise. There are rumors, well, rumors back in 2013, 14, somewhere around there, that they were looking to reboot this. And I would not want to see Short Circuit actually rebooted. Again, I don't care for reboots. I think you guys probably know that by now. Um, I would prefer a soft reboot where it's set in the same world and we get a honest-to-God Short Circuit 3 Go ahead and just call it Short Circuit to reestablish the franchise, but don't don't go and actually reboot it. Short Circuit almost did kind of get a somewhat spiritual third film or reboot, and that would be Chappie. Uh, There's actually a lot of elements in Chappie uh, that were uh, established here and in establishing some of the plot points that were in the first two films in Chappie, i kind of consider Chappie to be almost a remake of short circuit one and two as it has a little bit of both in there i do know that aziz ansari was uh, disappointed to find out that fisher stevens was a white guy and that he wasn't actually indian and i know fisher stevens expressed Uh, that he would actually like to come back for a short circuit reboot or actual short circuit three. Well, let's have a compromise. I know that Aziz is actually cool with Fisher Stevens. They did have a sit down and they discussed it. Well, let's go ahead and have Aziz Ansari as Fisher Stevens' son. That would be an interesting short circuit three. I would, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing it, and you know, knowing he's a comedian and everything, I think he would probably do a good job in the movie. So we could have a father and son with Johnny Five. Um, maybe even get Steve Gutenberg and Ali Sheedy back. That would be cool too. I'm, who knows? Um, I don't think it would be a big box office success if they did reboot Short Circuit. Uh, either with a sequel or a full-on reboot. Uh, Critics didn't take too kindly to the movie Chappie, and again, I consider that the spiritual reboot and remake. So with that, critics and box office non-existence for Chappie, I think that probably killed the idea of a short-circuit anything moving forward. But if you guys haven't checked them out, definitely do that and also if i sound a little weird on this recording please forgive me i'm trying some different things as far as my recording techniques i'm actually recording using an actual microphone here and also trying to edit my own audio here so i'm getting sort of a crash course in all of this so if the episode sounds bad i apologize in advance but hopefully it sounds good Hopefully, if you guys haven't watched Short Circuit 1 and 2 in a while or have never seen it, we'll definitely check them out. I recommend them. Watch it with the family and have a great time. With that being said, I think I'm going to close out this episode. So please check out my other Adam Analyzes episodes. Also, check out In Our Honest Opinion. Uh, I think you guys will definitely dig it. And good night.